Ooh, that's some fire right there. Some two chains. You know you can't beat that. What's up, you guys? It's your boy Cena Azari, CEO of Credit, on this beautiful Friday. We got our boy, the People's Advisor, Matt Franchina. Money Matt, how you been, Matt? Hey, man, I'm good. What's going on to all the people out there? Hope you guys are having a fantastic Friday. It is beautiful in Cali today. We are so blessed, man, living in California with this weather. It's unbelievable, really. Well, I'm pretty excited, uh, you know, to bring you guys our guest today. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a different spin. We got a professional uh, physician out there in the medical field, but also definitely a businessman. Uh, made a small commute out from Los Angeles, Beverly Hills area. I'll actually let him introduce a little bit more about where his practice is located. But a podiatrist, Dr. Ben Tehrani, thank you so much for Thanks making for the appearance me. at our studio this Appreciate morning. It, First doctor on the podcast. Yeah, I'm blessed. Thank you so much. I uh, happen to be here. It's actually an easy drive this morning. <laughs> I was yeah, very thankful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guy's lo looking sharp getting here early on a Friday morning. We apologize to your <laughs> patients that you might have had to reschedule with that foot pain today. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're surgeons, so uh, I get up early. I'm always on, on time. I try to get there a little bit earlier than you guys want me to get there. So <laughs> I love that, <laughs> That's man. Good. I love it. You'd rather be, uh, what's the saying? You'd rather be a, a day late than an hour. No, a day early than an hour, hour late. late, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's cool. Uh, Come like in that. looking sharp. Thank you. Thank we you. Both, we both got the monk strap game going on. And before we start this interview, share with our listeners, where can they find you out there on social media? So uh, my Instagram is Dr. Ben underscore Tarani. Um, my uh, practice's uh, name is Kings Point Foot and Ankle. Um, I'm located in downtown LA, and then I also have a, an office I work out of in Beverly Hills. Um, I also do house calls and a uh, 24-hour call. So if you know, you're leaving the bar and you, you got a bad toe, you stub your toe, or you break your heel, I uh, need someone to go to. I uh, actually do provide house calls overnight. So That's awesome, man. Kings Point. Different. Shout out to Kings Point. Thank you. You know, that's actually what caught our attention was your social media. Uh, you know, many there's many physicians in your field, but not many marketing and sharing with uh, the public how well they do their profession like yourself. Yeah. And so how yeah. long ago did you uh, start your practice mm -hmm. and get into this field? And then when did you incorporate and say, hey, you know what? I think we're going to add a social media element to this. Well, I started my practice almost four years ago. Um, initially, uh, I didn't really think much about social media. I'm a social person. I have a lot of friends. Uh, but I started noticing a trend where people you know, were posting about what they were doing, their procedures, whether it's cosmetic or not. Um, but the medical field I, uh, started posting more on Instagram about two years ago. And once I made my move to LA, I uh, moved here about two, two years ago myself, um, I realized, you know, in LA, it's, there's so much competition, you have to do something to set yourself apart. And when you teach the, the public more about what you do, and how to take care of their feet, or whatever field that you're in, um, that garners attention. And I don't mind being on the camera. I've, I've done multiple speaking events, I eventually want to be able to do a TED talk. So I figured, you know, why not take this social and, uh, you know, show people what I can do. And, um, you know, eventually, and, you know, on the next platform of social media, I'll be opening up my own YouTube account, wow. um, starting awesome. doing some videos. Um, and, uh, yeah, sky's the limit. I mean, I can tell I'm, that's I'm cool. Excited. So TED yeah, Talks, yeah. if you're listening, Dr. Tehrani's ready. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, seriously, that's how it happens. Hit me up. Hey, so yeah. every industry is going to be a little bit different, right? But every their personalities and the different types of people are, are flowing in between all the different um, professions, right? So how's the world of being a, a doctor, right? Do you get, like, you get crap from other doctors for being on there and doing that stuff? Or do people look at you and, like, wish you they could be like you? Or, like, what, what's all the peer group look like since there's not a lot of you out there doing it, really? Yeah. Um, what, what's the... What 
I feel like right now, actually, New York City has started doing a lot of social media, especially their, their doctors. I have a couple friends in New Jersey and uh, New York City, their doctors, and I come from a family of surgeons that uh, are all on social media, um, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Um, I feel like it, it's one of those things where, like, if, if you want to be able to help people, you want to be able to reach out to as many people as possible. And, you know, the Internet, it's, it's the way of the future. So um, I figure the more posts that I do and the more people I can reach, the more impact I, I can have. And, uh, you know, no one really, you know, talks shit or anything to me. Uh, the, you know, they're all, um, you know, I try to surround myself with positive influences. Right. My dad always told me, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You know, so I, everyone that I try to surround myself with are going to lift me up. Hence the reason why we're all here, right? We're all here to help each other. So um, I think, uh, you know, right now where I'm at with my uh, social media, I'm not even, you know, I'm like, you know, tip of the iceberg. I, there's so much that I still want to do that I'm essentially f trying to free up time so I can get on uh, social media, do more posts. Um, do more podcasts and uh, be able to build my, my, my network. But for the most part, I feel like the majority of people who are on uh, social media that are doctors are doing something very similar to one another. So I'm just trying to think of other things to do, post about surgery, uh, talk about the anatomy of why I'm doing a particular surgery on your foot so you understand what's going on. And honestly, I think it's fun. I think it's fun to do this and, and to meet new people and, and to uh, reach out and communicate with people. Like the like two weeks ago, for example, someone out in Nigeria had broken their, their foot and he started to have a uh, foot drop. And I knew an anesthesiologist who uh, was from uh, that part of Nigeria. Wow. And so she knew an orthopedic surgeon that could help him out. Wow. And he literally got the phone number, went to go see him, and now he's uh, six weeks after surgery. and. He hit me up on Instagram and said, "Thank you so much. Like you changed my life." And I didn't like I just connected people together. Right. So that's so cool. That's the best part about the internet, in my opinion. I was gonna ask. So, do you get a lot of DMs of people who see your material and then say, "Hey, I got this problem. What is it? What do you do?" I, I and then do. what do you do? Do you try to diagnose I, it over time? I try not to because I think from a legal standpoint, yeah, it makes you liable. Yeah, I, I I will point them in the right direction, and if they're in a particular part of the world or United States, I'll send them to my friends. Uh, and colleagues, but yeah, that's that's difficult. I have a f I've had a few where like, what do you think this is? And I I know what it is, but I don't want to tell them like straight up. This is what I think you need to have done. Um, but I definitely don't. You know, I, I respond to everyone on on Instagram. Like if they shoot me a message and they have questions, I'll I'll try to help out as much as I can. So when did you know uh, you were gonna be a doctor? How old were you? Uh, six, seven. Seven years <laughs> yeah. old. There was no other choice. No, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, it was either that or you know, professional basketball player, and you know, well, I'm, Forget the I'm NBA. six one. Why, 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 why go to the NBA? <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> I realized that real quick when I got dunked on a few times in junior high. <laughs> so I was like, I, I got to go this route. But no, I mean, um, being Persian, um, I'm sure you understand. It's you know, your your family wants the best for you, and there's a lot of expectations there. I knew I was already good with my hands. I played PlayStation since uh, you know, <laughs> since Nintendo or Atari actually. That's uh, cool. And I just built it from there. Uh, you know, it, I wanted to be a surgeon and and. Um, and then when did you know it was podiatry? Um, my mom ha is a diabetic. She had some lower extremity issues, nothing drastic, but I basically followed and shadowed uh, the podiatrist in Dallas, Texas, in Southlake actually, and. Um, 
I loved it. I loved what, what they were about. They got to operate. You know, no one dies in your hand, uh, knock on wood. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. You can do a bit of everything. I do sports med, trauma, diabetic care, uh, wound care, cosmetic surgery. Cool. I diagnose cancer. Um, I do sports med. I work with athletes. Uh, so it's, it's definitely been a blessing. I'm really happy. Amazing. Yeah. That's so cool yeah. just to see you like push and pursue it. So let's say someone's in school right now, right? Because yeah. medical school is not something that's uh, easy, right? It takes some time, takes some money, takes um, the right mindset for sure. What What do you say to yourself back in school? If you could talk to you back when you were in school with knowing what you know today, what advice would you give yourself? Um, I would say know where you want to be um, right after you finish practicing. Where, like uh, Right after I finished my uh, residency, I knew my heart was in LA, and I decided to go to Texas, where I was raised. Um, and I, I didn't really have those expectations. I thought maybe Dallas would be the safe way to go. I think um, what I would tell myself would be to do the same thing. I don't really regret anything. I think looking back, I wish I'd uh, gone after LA and just dived right into the LA market from the get-go, but I only lost a year out of that. And the experiences uh, from my first job out, out of my residency taught me a lot about myself. Um, I still think, you know, for, the, I'm just imagining the medical students are, that are, you know, 22 or that are applying for medical school, um, you have to think about what it is that you truly want out of your life because medical school is no joke, podiatry school is no joke, dental school is no joke. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of... Uh, you know, weddings that you'll miss and, and uh, summers you have to give up and not going to Coachella. And um, I think, you know, you, you have to weigh the risks and the benefits, right? I, I, I left medical school with almost $300,000 of debt. And right now with insurance reimbursements going down, it's difficult to make a living uh, in solo practice. So you, I think, you know, if you want to go that route, there's plenty of jobs available. And, and for podiatrists right now, as long as people keep e eating McDonald's and, and, you know, the number, unfortunately, of diabetics are still going up, wow. there's always going to be work. Um, the question is whether or not you want to be part of that field. If you, there's truly a desire for you to want to be able to help people and you feel that inside, then you should go after it. If it's a question of, well, I'm not sure if this is what I want for my life and maybe you feel pressure from the family to do it, I don't think that's uh, going to give you gratification long term. So, so I want to talk to you about the the name of your practice, Kings Point. Educate yeah. me. Where where does that come yeah. from? What does it represent? So I like I, it. I uh, thank you. I have a family in Long Island, outside of Great Neck, New York, and the community that they live in, the the town is called Kings Point. And so I don't shout, know, man. Shout out to New York. Yeah, yeah. Just try to try to help them out a little bit too. <laughs> no, uh, I um I love New York. It's you know I was born in Staten Island. And uh, Wu Tang Clan. Uh, wow, seriously, that's <laughs> a Shaolin. Yeah, so <laughs> that's um, cool. I, I, you know, I love it. I wanted to give them a little shout out. And honestly, I just like the idea. Like, um, I noticed you guys have some uh, nice little King Arthur swords in here. The royalty behind it. I treat my patients like family. Family. I want to give as much as I can. And I figured the theme of royalty, kings and queens, and um, you know, I, I even like the color purple. I mean, I can market it. Uh, the LA Kings are in town. You know, there's some similarities where I can t like dive into that. And um, for marketing from a marketing perspective, for me, it made sense. Um, you know, uh, I think it's one of the, the first things I was like, all right, how do I come up with like a catchy name that's 
uh, I enjoy that also has a story behind it. And I'm in Kings Points, you know, once a year visiting my family. So I was like, you know what? Why not? If That's any, a cool you know, story, man. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and you, you, mentioned, you mentioned your patients. Let's talk about your patients briefly. Or uh, yeah. I, I noticed that across your social media feed, one of your patients is a uh, 2 chains, And I'm sure you have many yeah. celebrity yeah. and famous patients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me about how do you come across connecting with someone like 2 chains? Um, I would say networking is the biggest part about it. I mean, I would never have met him uh, if it wasn't for uh, one of his other uh, physicians. And, you know, making your presence felt uh, was important to me as soon as I moved to Los Angeles. And, yeah, he's just a friend of a, another doctor that I uh, had drinks with. And, and you know, I, I was uh, meeting over, uh, um, running over, over some things about business and how to expand my practice. And, yeah, he hit me up on text and he's like, you know, you want you want to meet up with him? I was like, uh, yeah, for sure. I would love to take care of. Him. I've been working out to his music since I was that's like cool. twenty one. So that's cool. Shout out to yeah. Two Chains. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. about some of the Lakers Kings? I mean, do you see some of these athletes? No, I mean the idea is to be able to expand my downtown practice um, since it's really close to the Staples Center. I think I, I'm still trying to find that network to get me into that field. Um, okay. But I mean, I would, you know. Well, I, hey, I, Lakers, Kings, if you're listening, yeah. man, you got a doctor right here. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the more priority is, is patient care. Yeah, yeah. Kings yeah. Point. That's you're, right. you're making all the right steps to open up that network. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. Absolutely. Yeah. It's awesome. And, and the fact that you, all of it is driven behind giving, right? You, you yeah. were saying that if you're, you know, someone should go into becoming a doctor because they want to help people first, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that people who are not in medicine, but maybe look at it, see it as the, the maybe lifestyle reward that you can have if you're yeah. a successful MD, you should also, you know, financially make it hopefully once you get the school bills and yeah. all these things paid off. Yeah. But the fact that you're going from 100% value driven, like it's going to grow, it's inevitable, and it's you're going to get in the hands of a lot of other people who have the same mindset, maybe yeah. just started doing it earlier and are yeah. further along in their careers or their profession. Yeah. So I, what I will say to people who want to start their own practice is don't be afraid. Um, even being a doctor with all these loans, you know, don't don't let that fear hinder your goals and your dreams. Um, when I close my eyes and I would do, you know, I'm a big Tony Robbins advocate, and, and <laughs> I do his morning routine, and and uh, you know, you, you get up, you feel gratitude, and think about all the things you're uh, grateful for. Um, that really helped me take that next step into, you know, reaffirming that this dream will one day become my reality, and so. Um, I will tell, uh, I'm talking to all of you out there who, you know, still have that dream but don't know how to get there, just dive in. It's, it's a scary, um, some days you're not really going to know, like, what the next step is, but it will eventually come to you. And I think those risk takers, uh, you know, once you take those risks, I think that's when it will come, you'll be able to meet those people and, and build your practice. You just have to let go of that fear of failure and tell yourself, um, this is what I can do, um, and this is what I'm going to do. Um, come hell or high water, this is uh, where I was meant to be. So, Yeah, man, you know, and uh, Doctor, you're definitely, in my opinion, from just listening to you, uh, watching your progression, your practice, you are what I call a disruptor. Have you ever heard that term before? Yeah. yeah do you yeah. consider yourself a disruptor yeah. to the to the to the medical field? Gary Vandertrek likes it. Are you are you a <laughs> Gary V fan? Yeah, I love that guy. I listen to his YouTube in uh, uh, the. When I'm driving in the morning, I, I love that guy. I think it's okay to be a disruptor. I was I was at a practice management meeting for a podiatrist like two years ago, and I was uh, listening in on the vice president and the president talk in the conference room setting. And I raised my hand and and I told him my story, and I was like, you know, I I don't want to be a part of this 
like group practice. I want to start my own thing, and this is why I want to do it. And everyone just kind of looked at me like, this guy, yeah, <laughs> like, how old are you? I was like, oh, I just finished my residency, but what's up? Good for you, <laughs> you know? so Good for you. I, I like that, and I, and I like surrounding myself with people like that because it's a constant motivating factor to, like, get up that next day and just Gary Vee. Crush it, you know what I mean. Good so for you, man. I love. Well, well, we are we are big Gary Vee fans, Tony Robbins fans. We yeah. have a lot of similarities, but that's awesome that you agree that you're a disruptor. And I see a lot of uh, if there's a lot of physicians out there building your practice. Follow this man, see what he's doing. There's a lot you can learn from him, network from him. I mean, it is it's fire. Yeah. I love it. Thanks, bro. Appreciate so, how, how much time does it take to become a successful? Like it now in the business, are you putting in you know nine to five? I uh, I know. <laughs> it's funny. Um, no, a lot more than that. Um, I usually get up at 6. Uh, I don't start working on my practice until about 7.30. And then, you know, I'll go home, you know, have uh, dinner with my wife. And then from like 8.30 to 10, sometimes even midnight, I'll do work. E you know, even if it's not directly towards the growth, uh, not directly looking at like all my numbers, it's something that's going to help me become a better person, a better doctor, better, better business owner. So whether it's YouTube, Instagram, something, I'm, I'm constantly pushing myself. But yeah, I mean, I work Saturdays, uh, 9 to 1. Um, some, some weekends, you know, I'll, I'll drive to Malibu and see a couple patients out there. Um, but for me, it's, it's on. Like, if you want me to come in on a Sunday uh, and I got to go to work, whatever it takes. You know, no limits. Yeah, if it's seven days a week, you know, after two, three years, I think I'll get to where I'm at. Uh, but for now, I'm comfortable with. We talked about doing house calls on it. Yep. I mean, I know that there's some like trendiness in yep. house calls coming back yep. and stuff like that. But for the most part, yeah. most people in your position are not doing house calls. They're right? not. There's, there's a few. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, I want to do something that no one else is doing, right? So I want to be able to offer that. And I think, you know, they're, it's making a comeback. I, you know, I have friends in Dallas, my best friend, uh, uh, Bill Feingold, uh, he's you know he's considering doing like a concierge medicine model. I have several cousins in, L in Los Angeles that are doctors, and they do uh, concierge medicine. So they basically um, they'll go to your house, they'll visit uh, you at the house uh, for X amount per year. Um, I think that's a health. It's a great model. I will tell you that you know uh, even pediatricians are doing it. Um, but for me to provide house calls, I have a travel bag. I, I will like I'll do ingrown nails and heel injections, and I'll you know I'll, I'll treat like toe contusions. You name it, you know I'm out there. I'll clip toenails, treat fungus infections. So it's uh, I think it's fun. I like to drive anyways. I'm good with directions, so <laughs> I don't mind it. So you talked about being on call right 24 hours. What's yeah. like the craziest midnight, middle of the night call, if any, that you've gotten? Someone fell and uh, slipped out of her heel, and she actually had a bone contusion of her heel bone. Um, and let's just say she was uh, drinking that night, so it uh, was very difficult to find them. But um, <laughs> you know, I've had I've had a couple times where uh, a couple patients where they've stepped on screws or nails. Wow! Um, and I've had to remove them. Uh, just two weeks ago, I me removed a piece of glass out of this lady's foot, got consent, numbed her up, uh, prepped her foot, and made an incision, and found like a thin piece piece of glass that was stuck in the bottom of her foot. Um, so where were you when you did that? At our house. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Family was all awake, and yeah, she's that's... <laughs> not very happy. But afterwards, hopefully, she gave me five star review. We'll so <laughs> where, where where do you get your motivation from? Who who motivates you? Where where where's this drive coming from? Um, my dad. My dad uh, was, well, still is a um, general contractor. Uh, he opened up three women's boutiques in New York City um, and then in Dallas. 
he sold women's uh, dresses and gowns and business suits and that went bankrupt and he taught himself real estate and uh, got became a real estate agent and then now he's a builder in Brooklyn and New York City. And what a cool story. Yeah, so he, you know, every time I complain and bitch about getting up early in the morning, he's I realize that he's always, he's still awake. He's doing work. What's your dad's name? Giorgio Tarani. Giorgio Tarani? Yeah, That's and cool. his, his, his name of his, uh, his company in Dallas, the boutique was called Giorgio's. And everyone from Giorgio Armani, they're like, oh, he's like, you know, he's Italian. And he went with it and sure. it works. They're of like, course. you know, that short Italian There's man. There's a lot of Persian Italians out there. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, Giorgio Tedani. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's great. I used to, I went to the uh, the mall like three, four years ago and this lady looked at my driver's license. She was like, oh, my, in Dallas. Yeah. And, this, and she was like, oh my God, is your dad Giorgio? I was like, what you think? <laughs> so well, I get a lot of people who come up to me and start talking Farsi when I'm with Persians, and I'm, yeah, like, I'm sure. Italian though. Are yeah, you yeah, I'm, I'm Italian. Happens all the time. So him yeah. being able to run with the Italian, makes <laughs> yeah, it. hell yeah, man. It's, uh, I, I mean, I think just being, I'm sure you could attest to this. Uh, the Iranian culture, like we're all really successful businessmen, and so there's something underneath. I can't really. Can you explain like what what is it what is it about us that you know, it, there's this drive with just being purged to be successful, right? I think it's just high expectations, man. You yeah. have high expectations. Yeah, yeah. Well, you stop that's at awesome. nothing. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. God so, willing. So yeah. speaking about your wife, you just mentioned, uh, yeah. you just briefly mentioned, what, what does your wife do? Uh, she's a, an attorney. She's so an she attorney. does uh, employment law, labor law, and uh, personal injury. So, so yeah. how is that, you know, married to an attorney coming home, you share your day of we don't talk about it. No. no, it's mostly me bitching about my hard day. <laughs> she doesn't like to talk about it. She's like, you know, I, all I do is look at the computer and read documents. I just want to come home and just enjoy being together. So, um, but honestly, it's it's you know I have to give her a lot of credit. Uh, her name's Della Shaker. She you know Della. she's yeah um, West Hollywood Law Group. Shout out to Della. Yeah, she uh, she takes a lot of my crap and and. I got to tell you, it's so important, like having a wife that really supports you and supports your dream. Not a lot of uh, you would cool. you would assume like in marriages, like that's w what you sure. strive for. Um, but to really just feel that support, it's it's nice. You know? Well, you guys are a power couple, man. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. We, so, so I was gonna ask you. Now I know you're married, good looking guy. Yeah. You're you're on social media. Do you get a lot of random women who send you these DMs? <laughs> hey, can you come work on my toe, work yeah, on my foot. I'm yeah. like, I would imagine that yeah. happens, right? You get a few here and there. Yeah. <laughs> But no comment. And that's, that's a compliment to you, man. I mean, you're yeah, they guy. love it. Yeah, yeah, I want. I mean, listen, it, it is. It's part of your persona, right? So, like, I have to dress nice. I take right. care of myself. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't get a million of them a day, but yeah, they come in. They come in here and there. You know, yeah. some random girl. She's like, my elbow hurts, doctor. Can yeah, you work on my yeah. Elbow? You're like, uh, you're like, I'm a I've had doctor. a couple of those actually. Yeah, they're like, man, that's I, cool. Yeah, that's I think cool. I had a heart attack. Can you come check it out? <laughs> I know a good cardiologist. That's Hold funny. on. That's yeah, funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, so where do you see uh, Kings Point in the next three to five years? I want to be able to, uh, to build the downtown office um, to the point where I bring someone else on to help me out. Um, right now, I'm just there part-time, um, two days two day to two and a half days a week. Uh, but I, would, I want to be able to have that practice just working on its own. I don't even need to be there. Um, Autopilot. Autopilot mode, baby. So that and, and uh, to build uh, my Beverly Hills office. So I want to have two offices. You know, where I have two or three others working uh, alongside myself and eventually want to be able to part partner with, I haven't just decided if it's going to be another podiatrist or if it's going to be like a vascular surgeon. Uh, yeah, but I want to be able to build a group of doctors where we're all multi-specialty plus, you know, an in internal medicine doctor. So, 
cool, um, and, and the and the name fits, you know, regardless yeah. of, of uh, well, of yeah, that I mean, I already had I already had that in mind, you know, you, you can go with King Point Physical Therapy, mm-hmm. King Point Orthopedics, I love it, you know, um, it's nice. So what does a doctor do when you're just blowing off some steam? What are like hobbies or things you like to do? Equinox, Equinox, <laughs> Equinox Beverly Hills, man, that's where I go. Steam. That's that's uh, I work out. I, I was a trainer for Equinox in college to make some money on the side and. Uh, um, that or I go hiking or uh, mountain biking once every three months or so. Um, th- I definitely feel like weightlifting is my go-to. Like it helps me get that re- you know release and just feel better about everything, about yourself, build your spirits, you know, build your body, get cut. <laughs> so, well, now's yeah. the time, right? Sun's yeah, out, guns summertime. Out. We're, uh, so be- being being in uh, Southern California, there's a lot of uh, entertainment, uh, you know, material opportunities. Has any reality tv shows approach you and said hey would you be interested in, in a bravo tv no or? i mean i'm down <laughs> no <laughs> has that I've, crossed your mind i've uh, i've been trying to get get into the uh top docs uh, top doctors okay. uh, the doctor's show i mean uh, you know I, I would love for that to happen you know I, how it happens. yeah i'm uh, i'm open to it i you know i i was approached by mtv when i was in college to be on real uh, real world okay that's so cool. I made the last cut, and then they asked to call me. So well, it's a good thing you didn't go, yeah. man, because you might not have been practicing yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. My parents, my mom was like, "Hell no!" And my dad was like, "Yeah, do it. <laughs> marketing, marketing." What a yeah. cool dad. Yeah. Man. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, that's awesome. but I think I think the you know that that's the play, right? Like for me, long term, I want to be able to be on TV shows and, and radio shows. I, I don't shy away from. It. I think it's it's great. It's fun. It's kind of like what we're doing right now. Just yeah. be yourself and have a good time. I love it. So, so you're it. into social media, and, and you understand. I mean, if you listen to Gary Vee as much as you're saying, then you've seen sort of his shift and move to, like, additional transparency to his vlog and that type of stuff. Yeah. Do you see yourself, like, you talked about YouTube video. You're going to hire a camera person, have him follow you around. So I did music production a lot, and I was telling you in high school, mm-hmm. uh, some in college. Um, I, I know a little bit about the video side. But eventually, I'd like to have someone be able to, to be able to follow me around and, and do vlogs. Uh, but I think the infrastructure is not there yet, because I think you first have to have the following and the patient load to be able to build that. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think vlogs are the way of the future. Like getting in behind the camera. I, if you know someone who wants to be able to help me out, and, and I'll pay them. <laughs> Look it up. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. It's definitely something that's a growing thing, man. There's yeah. so many people going into digital media and marketing and that yeah. stuff, and like, it's a it's a land grab opportunity, yeah. both for people like us who have you know our day job, we're gonna put it out there and, and grow because of it, or for people who want to be on the creative end. There's so many people hiring and looking for work like that. Yeah, I think one the the first person who opened me to the idea actually before um, I found Gary was Christian Guzman. He's a personal trainer uh, based out of Houston, or uh, yeah, Houston. Um, and he, he just killed it. I mean, he, that he did it for, I think, two to three years when no one was watching. Right. And now he has over a million followers on YouTube. And he built his own, he has his own warehouse. He converted it to a gym. He has like three or four social media members following him. He was my personal trainer for about three, four months. Um, and you know, he's 22 when he started, 21 in college, posting like right before he would go into his classroom and he would talk about, well, this is the protein bar that I'm eating, Quest this, and then he started his own product. Now he's, he has his own energy drink. So I think um, brand management above everything is if you're going to start small, which I have and I did, is the most important thing you could do. Um, build your brand, have a logo, have a motto, constantly post. Um, 
daily, uh, twice daily. The more content you put on, the more you're able to build your brand, right? Mm-hmm. So the more exposure you get. Yeah, you are a media guy, man. Yeah. I love it. This yeah. Is, that's cool. So I, I, think it's, um, I think it's brilliant. I think people like that are the trendsetters. And, and uh, I, I personally feel like the more you get to understand what their uh, uh, vision is, the more you can implement that into what you want to be able to do. I love yeah. that. Well, we have a, you know, All Mindset Media, um, this podcast sponsored by All Mindset Media, we have a huge conference coming up, a mega conference coming up on June 1st. It's at the Pase Hotel in Huntington Beach. Are you familiar with the Pase Hotel? No. Do you ever come out to Orange County and party or hang out? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. I've been to a couple of resorts okay. out there. Yeah. So Pase Hotel is one of the nicest uh, hotels in Orange County. It's on June 1st. It's uh, named Disruptive Innovation. A lot of what you mentioned um, is going to be part of what the conference is. I definitely invite you to, to join us there. It's sponsored by Mutual of Omaha uh, Advisors. We'd love um, to be there. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. We'd, we'd love to have you there. Also, sure. your wife, if, if she's available, it's on Friday, June 1st. But definitely, I mean, everything you're sharing, Dr. Tarani, it's it's so different to your field. Um, but it's it's fire, man. I love Thanks, where, you're, where you're taking it, where it's going. I can envision a, a lot of it as you're speaking. Yeah. Um, and it's just cool to be able to relate and connect with you uh, on this level. Same for you guys, I appreciate man. that. Thank, thank you guys for having me. This is uh, this is great. I can't wait to build this podcast with you guys. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's <laughs> awesome. It, it's, uh, it's been exciting, and it, it's really cool. I, I Have you ever heard of uh, Earl Nightingale? He's got this. Uh, it's an old talk. It's like before anyone did, like, spoken word, like, recorded talks oh. and things like that. It's the strangest secret in the world, right? And he just talks about... Um, what is success, right? And he says that basically the, if you believe, what you think about you will become is like the overall big message. But in there, there's a quote and he says that success is the constant pursuit towards a worthy ideal. And so you're already successful if you are working every day to get closer to whatever it is your end goal is. And it's exciting to see uh, one of the things that uplifts me the most about our podcast is that we constantly are surrounding ourselves with other people who are we're already as successful as we're going to get because we're already putting in as much work as we can to get to where we want to go and it's not about there but it's about here right now and what you just said about building it growing it together is is exciting it's cool we're all on the same wavelength that's great so dr tarani uh, words of wisdom to our uh, listeners what what would what would be your your piece that you'd like to leave with them today Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Stay hungry, always. No matter if you get to that top, there's always going to be that next level. Get that, you know, strive for greatness. LeBron, if there's there's so much in the world that's out there, go get it. Stay I love hungry. that. You heard it right yeah, there. This is your boy, Sina Azari, CEO of Credit. One more time, Dr. Tarani. Where can they find you out there on social media? Dr. Ben underscore Tarani. That's my Instagram tag. Soon to be Dr. Benji on YouTube. We're gonna hit that up in the next month. Woo! Thank you so much, the yes. People's Advisor. This beautiful Friday in Orange County from the All Mindset Studio. Thank you, Dr. Toronto. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. 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 Yeah.